this is a third screen. So you can be watching the game on your TV. You have the Sports Interaction app. Same time, you're going to have a third screen live streaming the locker room. It's really the first of its kind. It's truly taking that gambling experience within the moment to an entirely different level. Welcome back to the Gaming News Canada Show podcast presented by Osler, Hoskin, and Harcourt LLP. I'm your host, Steve McAllister. On this edition of the podcast, we welcome Michael Zitney, the head of brand and content for Sports Interaction, who will talk about The Locker Room, a live studio show debuts on Sports Interaction this evening. We wanted to get you on the show here to talk about The Locker Room, which was debuted with the NFL Thursday Nighter and uh, is going to be back again this Saturday night for, for hockey night, night in Canada. Can you just explain to our audience what, uh, what the locker room is? So the locker room is a first of its kind in Canada and in, in the betting world. It is a live watch party, but the best part is it's fully integrated within the Sports Interaction app. So you'll be on the app, you're looking to place a bet, you click watch now, you'll be taken to a live viewing within our Toronto studios where We've partnered with The Parlay. They're a one-stop shop. They're going to be providing us with their hosts who are going to be watching along, betting along, and entertaining at the same time, right? So it's a a fully integrated function to our app that's going to be live for the entirety of four different games a week. But at the same time, when the games aren't happening, we're going to have a, it's like a live broadcast. We're going to have our own channel within our site. We have different podcasts that we've partnered with, the Chris Johnston Show, the Drew and Stu Show, the Mitts Off Podcast. So it's basically bringing all the content that we've been working on to an entirely you know, different experience for, for a sports better. It seems to make a, a lot of sense, Michael. I mean, when we talk about the, that second screen experience, like probably only 10 years ago, I mean, it really was people like you and I watching a game on our couches and looking at a Twitter, uh, a Twitter scroll, um, you know, that's maybe evolved a little bit to, to integrating Instagram and, and, and TikTok as well. I mean, it feels to me today, and, and this is something I hear when I, I hear uh, executives and sport leagues talk at conferences that there's almost a second screen experience now has become somebody on their sports book. So when you talk about the locker room, it makes perfect sense where that, you're watching the game on TV, but that second screen experience is having your sportsbook app open, not just being able to make a bet on, you know, once Matthew gets the first goal, are you going to bet on to get a second goal now? But also having that that commentary and, and insight from someone like a Johnny Junta who knows something about betting and, and might might uh, persuade you or might give you the kind of information to, to make an educated bet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a second screen experience, but this is a third screen, right? So you can be watching the game on your TV. You have the sports interaction up. Same time, you're going to have a third screen on your sports interaction app or computer um, live streaming our, the locker room, right? So like they, they're not prompted. They're not going to be told what to say. They're going to be completely reactionary to the game at hand, right? If they see a trend, they see something happening. In-game betting is massive. So they're going to be providing our, our, um, our customer-based tips. Go bet now. Here's what we see happening. They're going to be betting themselves, right? So they're not going to be providing bad advice. But it, like you said, someone, someone like Johnny who can bring you know his fan base in, um, you know, he's got a cult like following himself, right? So it's it, it's going to take time. We understand that, but it, it's really the first of its kind. And once people take notice, like it's it's truly taking that 
that gambling experience within the moment to an entirely different level. I, I'll say too, just as someone who does bet a, l- a little bit, Michael, there's, if I'm watching a game, by the time I thought, I think, geez, I should have bet on Matthews getting another goal when he scored on his first shift. It's just too late where I think this third screen experience you're talking about, if you have your app open during a game and you've got, you know, you can almost t- mute the, the game itself and you're listening to Johnny uh, say, hey, guys, like Matthews is plus, you know, plus 150 to get another goal. It's a good one to hop on right now. I, I think that's going to be really useful for, for people who aren't necessarily sharp bettors, but but people who want to have a bit of fun and, and entertain themselves. And it's almost like, you know, that's turning on the light bulb that, yeah, I should go. I should get it, get in the app and make another bet right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is attracting, you know, someone that really maybe hasn't even placed a bet before. Right. Someone who may join because they want to be entertained um, but with our, you know, our anchors who are going to be hosting it like they're going to bring in an audience. But it, it's it, it's fun at its core. But at the same time, it also shows, OK, the game's five nothing. You know, if you're just watching the game, you may tune out. But if there's live in game betting that you're going to be getting tips on uh, whatever it is, then, you know, it'll keep people keep people around and, and get them into our ecosystem. I know just from talking to uh, to to Kevin Kennedy and Mark Silver and and the the guys at Parlay and and Homestand Sports, Michael, that the the quality the of production is really important too. And I, I think again we've we've seen with this industry in the early stages was was sometimes you know content uh, premium isn't put on on the production value and and uh, again just the information that I've been getting the last couple of weeks is that 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 you know, there is, you guys do take a special pride in it. And that production is top of mind. We do. And that's, that's my background. That's where I come from, right? Like I, I come from a background at Sportsnet where I was producing branded content at the highest of levels. And if you look at our studio, you'll see our studio. It's uh, we, we didn't, you know, we didn't look to save money on this. We we've invested a ton um, into this and that's why we're so excited. It's a three camera shoot. Um, we have a producer on site, you know, switching cameras like a live broadcast. It's not going to feel like someone in their basement, right? This is something that people are going to become that not become, but they're they're used to and have an expectation of this kind of production quality. So I think for a sports book to do something like this, it's it really is groundbreaking, especially in this market. Can you just remind people, Michael, where where they can find the locker room and, and what nights of the week you're going to broadcast it? Yeah, you can find the locker room on our app, download our app or go online, um, Sports Interaction. Um, It's going to be we're focusing on the biggest football nights of the week, the biggest betting nights. So Monday night, Thursday night and Sunday night. And because we have a great relationship with Hockey Night in Canada, we'll be going live on Saturday nights as well. That should be fun, too, because, again, it's almost it it will be um, you were joking off camera. It'll be your own your own Manning cast, but probably with a few less dollars involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we could bring those guys on, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to speak to our bosses at Intain. <laughs> Michael, the, the locker room, it just, it really speaks to that, that sports interaction has taken, uh, taken a unique path here to, to how it, uh, it markets the brand. And, it, you know, you go back to the springtime and the Chris Pronger commercials kind of having fun with the commercials of other of other operators and what we've seen with the first couple of weeks of hockey night in Canada, where, uh, you know, it feels like they knew the criticism they received last year. They've had an opportunity here 
to reset the bar with sports interaction playing a lead a lead role here and the content's a lot more and, and i hate i hate to use this word but i think it applies here the the content is more authentic i mean it's got it's put cabral richards back in a place where he's most comfortable and that's that's sitting in a boat in, in a lake somewhere in northern ontario talking to mitch martyr and and Leon Dreisaitl, and it also taps into to Pronger's self-deprecating nature. Is that kind of the sports interaction brand, or is that something that Entain brought to brought to the brand when it purchased Sports Interaction about a year ago? No, I think, like you said earlier, it's kind of like that wait and see approach, and and in our opinion, what we think works and what doesn't work, and what works is appealing to the sports fan and not hitting them over the head with betting, right? Like we want to be part of the show. We don't want to force our way into the show, right? So we, we want to be like authentically be part of the conversation, whether it's a subtle comment about, oh, the Maple Leafs are favorite tonight, uh, expecting them to maybe score three goals. Like it, it could be little subtle hints about betting without doing what was done in the past where it was like hardcore betting. They kind of took you away from, from the desk. It didn't feel like it was part of the show. And we've seen over the last two weeks, like we're, we're part of it, right? We're, we're not forcing our way in there. And it's a, it's very natural. Um, I don't think it's gonna, we saw last year with the amount of criticism that I think Sportsnet may have received or just about any broadcast within this country where, where betting was involved. And, and that was our biggest thing. Like we don't want to force ourselves in there. And, you know, we, we feel that they've done a tremendous job in the first couple of weeks. It's only going to get better the way we naturally weave ourselves in there. And we're part of the conversation. A word from our sponsor. The Gaming News Canada show is presented by Osler, Hoskin and Harcourt, LLP. Osler's gaming practice has the insight needed to help clients navigate the complex and evolving landscape of the gaming industry. Osler's position as a trusted advisor in the gaming industry has been built over years of service to operators, suppliers, and gaming authorities. Visit osler.com slash gaming for more information. That's O-S-L-E-R dot com forward slash gaming. Now back to the show. It has to have helped you too, having been worked, worked at Sportsnet previously before joining a Sports Interaction. So being on both both sides of the fence, and I'm sure there were there were some lessons learned from what uh, from what you saw last year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there were a lot of lessons learned on on the other side, right? And and knowing how our audience, you know, reacted to certain things that we did over at Sportsnet, and you know, being on the other end of the table now, and and kind of taking taking those learnings. Like I said, it's the subtle integration, and that's the most important thing. We want to be part of the sports conversation rather than forcing a betting conversation where we can naturally weave betting in. That's fantastic, but it's going to feel like it's part of the conversation instead of, you know, hammering it home. One thing it feels to me like that, that there's been a struggle, whether it's an operator or a broadcaster is, is educating people about sports betting. And, and again, you and I both heard the conversations about, there are going to be sports fans who don't want to hear anything at all about sports betting if they're watching Hockey Night in Canada or, or Monday Night Football. But we also know, and, and again, we hear this from the leagues, we hear from the broadcasters, that sports betting has actually helped with engagement, uh, driving television numbers, uh, getting more fans engaged. And so I think the education piece is really, really relevant. But how do you, you know, kind of how do you walk that line of education and and enter, entertainment. I mean, is that something you can do with the locker room and and are there ways to do it through the Hockey Night Canada partnership? 
Yeah, I, I think through the locker room and a lot of the other content we're doing, if you go to our, our Instagram or, or YouTube, we, we do have a lot of how-to videos where we're explaining, you know, what a money line is, what a goal line is, what over-under is, and what all these little things are that can help help a, a casual sports fan learn. And that's why with our Hockey Night in Canada integration, we're not going to be, you're not going to see a lot of those hardcore betting terms or numbers or anything like that. We don't want to turn the casual hockey fan off. Ideally, we want to turn that casual hockey fan, let them, you know, get a cue into betting and, hey, I know that. Maybe I should, you know, like take them to that, take them to the betting side by that very subtle hint, whatever that be, right? I think it's going to work. I'm very excited about this partnership. And and we've seen, we've seen great results over the first two weeks. And I just, and when we have these conversations too, Mike, I think it's really important to mention that this this is really early days here. And I think uh, nobody has really figured out that, that secret sauce. And, and again, we, you know, we talk about responsible gambling and, and, uh, you know, how do you, how do you get that into messaging on a hockey broadcast? Is there a way to do it simply, you know, beside that 10 seconds at the end of the commercial where the guy rambles off 75 words for the, the commercial lens? And I think the education piece, which is so important, but like I said, I don't, I don't think anybody's found the magic potion yet. And, and uh, we're only five years post-PASPA. Um, really, it's only been, I would say, the last, almost post-COVID since we've really seen leagues and teams and broadcasters lean into sports betting and integrating sports betting content with, with broadcast. So th- this truly is a work in progress. Yeah, no doubt. And responsible gambling is at our core of what we do. Um, it's all over our site. Um, for example, Mitch Marner came on board and before he signed, the biggest thing he says, like, I, I don't want to do anything unless... I can talk about responsible gambling, right? Um, that was like a music to our ears. Same thing with Leon, same thing with Chris, um, right? And and we're we're still working with Hockey Night in Canada and how we can get that message across in a natural way within the broadcast. But we, we're going to have an ad coming out soon too, talking about responsible gambling. But there is a lot of videos on our site too. Anything else, uh, Michael, that just it, it makes you excited? Maybe not just the hockey and Canada partnership, but the locker room and everything that you're uh, you're you're doing right now. And and uh, you know, you feel like you know the locker room. I'm sure again, it's going to be a work in progress. It's going to take us, you know, to use football parlance. It's going to take some reps. Are you are you bullish on where these these initiatives can go? I think for sports interaction, like we've we've been around for 25 years, um, right? So the since last April, like we talked about earlier, everyone just came in guns a blazing and we kind of just sat back, right? But at the same time, like we talked about knowing Canadians, we're Canadian. Our customer service team is based in Canada, right? So we're, we're able to talk from that perspective. We understand the intricacies and the rivalries within the sports scene in Canada, being able to talk to them at a very hyper-local level, being able to offer prop bets um, in reaction to something that's happening immediately within the game for that next game or even within that game, whether it's a, even a, you know, like I'll use the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift example, right? Like it, it's 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 digging into that pop culture, but at a local level, like what what is the, the Taylor Swift um, bet within uh, for a Leafs fan, right? And and trying to come up with those different things that may appeal to a um, you know a casual sports fan, 
that will get them thinking on a different level in the betting space. But the fact that we've put such a huge emphasis on content, um, especially, you know, with the locker room, it's taking it to a, to a different level, um, integrating it directly into the site. We're excited that we're the first in Canada. We can't wait to see the results. Um, and, and like you said, it's going to take reps, but we're, we're pretty confident that it's going to get to a really great place. Listen, Michael, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to, to watching the, watching the locker room and, uh, going to, I'm interested to continue watching the, the evolution of the partnership with hockey night Canada. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. Michael Zitney is the director of brand and content for sports interaction. And Michael, we will definitely get you on the sh- back on the show before, uh, before the holiday season to see how things are going. Yeah, I appreciate that, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Gaming News Canada show. Sign up for our newsletter at gamingnewscanada.ca. Follow Steve McAllister on LinkedIn to join the live audience. Message Steve if you're interested in being a sponsor or featured guest.